Good morning, everyone. Lee Henson here, president and founder of Agile Dad, and welcome to today's edition of the Daily Stand-Up. Without any further ado, let's get started. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about getting team engagement levels up. Uh, someone recently sent an article to me about how to get people to speak during a retrospective, and I thought this is more important than just with a retrospective. I think it, it really does key in on building those relationships we often talk about creating an environment of psychological safety and building trust and creating an ecosystem of Agile inside the organization. But one of the meetings where you get the lowest, uh, how should I put this, the lowest participation levels is often a retrospective. The retrospective either turns into a finger pointing session or oftentimes I call it a festival of silence. So how do we get people to speak during a retrospective? And I think this lesson will also carry over, like I said, to other ceremonies or just to getting to know your team in general. And I think the first thing you need to do is you need to take the pressure off yourself. Uh, you need to understand that you are not alone, right? Uh, every Scrum Master has been in the same situation. Uh, every coach has been in a situation where you go and try to talk to a team and nobody wants to speak. Uh, you know, you have to realize that that's just common in this industry, we deal a lot with introverts, and it's you know it's one of those things where it's okay. Second, it says you can only work with what you have, and, and that's true. You know, when people are introverted, uh, sometimes speaking for them can be painful, or you know they don't like talking about their problems, they're uncomfortable talking in general. You know, I think the key here is, and they bring this up, and I love that they do, is that you need to remember that your goal is not to facilitate the most extraordinary meeting ever where people end up tweeting about how cool and exciting the meeting was and how they're anxious to come back again. You know, you're, as, as Lutz mentions, you know, you need to realize that this meeting is there to identify problems with the process and, you know, discuss actions for improvement. But in order to increase engagement, he gives some simple steps here. And these steps are very similar to steps that I would encourage uh, in a retrospective. And in fact, they, they're in line with things that I teach uh, in my certified Scrum Master and Product Owner classes. First and foremost, you need to start by making it easy for people to talk. Uh, you know, maybe you can challenge them with some questions or tasks to kick things off, kind of like an icebreaker. Post a picture of your favorite place on Earth. What's your favorite movie or TV show and why? What was your very first job? What is your favorite programming language? You know, use questions or tasks or other things that are easy to answer so that people can you know, get over the hump about talking, you know, Star Trek versus Star Wars, uh, Patronus, you know, I mean, there's just so many things, you know, do you like Doctor Who? I mean, you could go on and on and on, but if everybody's writing something down, a sticky note and getting out of the gate and putting it on a wall somewhere, you know, or even if you're doing this uh, virtually using Miro or Mural, it's just a great way to get people involved and to get them started. You know, the, the added challenge, like we said, is trying to do this in a remote environment, so getting people familiar with the tools and teaching them how to use the sticky notes is also a really good idea. But I think, you know, there, there are four key components that really drive home, you know, specifically for a retrospective, how to get people engaged better. Number one is allow time to let everybody talk at the beginning of a meeting. Figure out a way to get people involved. Middle name and favorite flavor ice cream. You know, I mean, I, I don't care what it is. Just find a way to get people engaged to get them to understand, to get them to look at this as you know an opportunity to get to know each other, but also an opportunity for them to you know speak openly about the things that they want to talk about. 
Uh, two, take advantage of the virtual post-its. Let participants write down things or post something or post a picture or start talking about things. I think once you get people engaged and start talking, you know, then it's easy for them to talk about the more difficult topics. Let them explain in one or two sentences, you know, why they're posting a sticky note or the picture that they're posting. You know, encourage them to talk about what they're posting and why. And uh, this will open up conversation. Uh, and then last but not least, lead by, lead by example. Start yourself, right? Uh, you know, make it easy for people to understand and, you know, put yourself out there as the example. What I found is more times than not, when you're the servant leader and you're doing things first, it makes life easy for you uh, to, you know, say your opinion first, but it makes it so much easier for them to be able to say, okay, you know, now I see what's expected of me and it's not that difficult. Uh, you know, these challenges don't just exist in a retrospective, though. I think in general, the, the challenges exist within teams. And I think part of a Scrum Master Agile Coach's responsibility is to really, you know, get teams to understand what they can do to be better and uh, help the team find ways to, you know, improve in every meeting. And I think sometimes it becomes the challenge of first getting to know each team member yourself personally before requesting that they get to know each other. So uh, don't forget to take advantage of the opportunities that you have as a coach or as a uh, scrum master to go and ask the team those challenging questions individually, you know, in an unplanned meeting. If you don't remember the three questions, the first one was, what do you love most about what you do? Is there something that really motivates you, uplifts you? What makes you on, on Monday morning when you wake up for work, what makes you the most excited? Two might be, what is the one thing you dread doing at work? What's the one thing that if you, if you could take something away, what would that something be? What would we take away to make your life a lot better? And then the third question is, are you happy doing what you're doing now? Because once you discover the key to someone's happiness and let them know that you do sincerely care, I feel like that's going to be the tool that's going to open the windows and allow you to have those open conversations. I really hope this was useful to you. Uh, as always, we encourage you to you know, visit AgileDad.com where you can learn more about this topic and plenty of others. We've got lots of good information out there, especially during this pandemic. As always, we encourage you to stay healthy, stay well, and stay agile, my friends. Until next time, do take care.